Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Joey from the So Wizard Podcast. Proud members of the Pulse Podcast Networks. Tix Blitz is the official ticket provider of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check it out. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TixFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TixFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. This is Mike Burton from Genuine Chit Chat, and you're listening to So Wizard, where the magic happens. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 241 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. You know, I don't know how the internet has given us so much. Been around for so long. It's my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) This has been your TED Talk. (laughs) And the... Expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. What is going on, everybody? I don't have any um, abstract thoughts in my head. I wanted to quote Jaden Smith, but uh, I, I I can't even wrap my brain around what he says. <laughs> How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't even real, Markellis? <laughs> Thank you. I knew you would come through in a clutch, Joey. Also, bum 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 You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some news to discuss, and we've got a bunch of new trailers that came out, including a new trailer for Avengers Endgame. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Regans, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, and I'm keeping busy working on uh, top projects that uh, top secret projects that I, I can't really talk about. Um, keeping, uh, take so away most for of you, my that's just projects then. Cause all you do is keep secrets. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all top secret. Um, I did go check out a movie this week though. I went to go see, um, captive state because I, there wasn't really much playing at the theaters and I wasn't ready to go watch captain Marvel again. And, uh, there's a review of it on the soul wizard podcast website. Spoiler alert. I was very disappointed. 
I had thought about maybe we should do that for the show this week, and then I just couldn't be asked to get out of the chair and go to the movie. <laughs> oh, God. You would have... Well, I don't know. I, I don't think you guys would have liked it at all, because it's, it's very... It's very M. Night Shyamalan. There's a lot of different threads, and it doesn't really make sense until you get to the end. When you get to the end, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I get it. But the hour and 20 minutes before that, it's like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? It sounds like something that would have lost my attention within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You can read all about it on the website, but it's definitely... I can I appreciate what they were trying to do, um, and I really like that director. I love what he did with the first uh, Planet of the Apes uh, remake. Uh, but it's a, it, like like M Night Shyamalan. It's a great idea, and the money is behind it. The talent is behind it. It's just that if you can't find some angle to like hook into from the beginning, or even like a half an hour into the movie, if you're still like wondering what am I supposed to be feeling in this movie, what am I supposed to be questioning, what am I supposed to be liking. Uh, by the time they reveal it towards the end, it's like, ah, pff, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Were there any hot chicks in it? Uh, there was one semi-hot chick, kind of. And there was one chick you would have liked. She looked kind of like uh, like uh, Ruby Rose. Just like a bad, short hair, badass chick. All right. Maybe I'll, I'll watch <laughs> it. But she 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 has like two lines of dialogue. And she, she comes in at like the 40-minute mark. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll YouTube it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies. If you watch it on Netflix, it, it'd be fine. You know, I as much as I love Cloverfield Paradox, this movie makes Cloverfield Paradox look like fucking uh, Star Wars Episode Jesus. Seven. Yeah, it's just it's it's ridiculous. All right, then. Uh, how about you, Aubrey? What's going on with you? I'm living the dream, <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take your word that that means everything is going good. That's what I'm going to believe. That's what I choose to believe. That's a, that's a good philosophy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to live. And, all right, Joey, how about you, man? Um, I, I'm fine. I haven't really done anything exciting. This weekend, I just basically tried to stay the hell away from Holyoke, Massachusetts, my hometown. Because it was the St. Patrick's Day Parade weekend. Um, they have a huge road race on... Saturday, which shuts down like half the city. Yep. And then on Sunday, they have a parade, and it's one of the biggest in the entire country. And it's a huge deal for Hoyoke, but uh, it sucks and it shuts down like the entire city, and you don't want to go anywhere near that place. Unless you're Irish and you want to drink and be obnoxious with the uh, other St. Patrick's Day people. Right. I'm Italian and I'm straight <laughs> edge, so there's nothing for me that weekend. Um, and I marched in the parade for four years with the high school band. Right. So I got my fill of the parade. I'm good. I don't know if we've talked about why I don't like the parade, but when I was in high school, I used to work at McDonald's. And the McDonald's I worked at is literally right where the parade starts. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like their Black Friday. Like they do not allow you to take the day off of work. So even though I had to march in the parade, I still wasn't allowed to take the day off. So I would have to go into work at 430 in the morning and work until 9 a.m. and then change into my band uniform in the bathroom at work and then go march in the parade. So that made me hate the parade. <laughs> that is the fucking worst, man. That sounds awful. <laughs> it was. We had to play the same three songs over and over and over again as we marched. 
Yeah, the parade is kind of a big deal. It is like literally right around the corner from me. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Money from Not Another Nerdy Podcast who would yell my name as he walked down the street. <laughs> Every once in a while, I would just hear someone yell, Mark! <laughs> and I go, there's Jay Money. Should I go out and say something? Nah. Nah. Awesome. But yeah, that's about it. That's the excitement. So that's all I did this week was work, sleep, and try to avoid Hoyoke. <laughs> <laughs> But enough about us. Let's talk about us, Mark Ellis. Tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find our Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our T-shirts and look real good while you're representing our show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we have right on that website. You click on the A, you pick out the items that you want, you do your shopping, you receive those products, and that way you'll be helping out our show too. Uh, you can also find our social media links on the website. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, stream us through Spotify, and you can also stream our show through Podcoin. It's an app that you download, listen to our podcast, listen to a bunch of podcasts, and they actually will give you points, and those points you can trade in for some gift cards. Little little money for your pocket. It's very nice. Uh, you can support our show through our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash Podcast. A uh, little donation, get some bonus content. Uh, some of the stuff that we've been doing this past few months have been really ridiculous, so uh, definitely check that out. Uh, you, we also have our YouTube page. Uh, follow us on there, and we are part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Shout out to all of our podcast buddies all over the world. Back to you, Joey. I am Thanos. Give me all your special rocks. <laughs> Love. Oh, yeah. I got to give a huge shout out to all our new listeners from Podcoin. Uh, great to see you guys on board and hope you stick around. But now it's time for the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, what's going on in the world of nerd? All right. So this week in nerdy news, uh, we had a couple of little little uh, movements that's happening on, uh, on the Marvel front. Uh, it seems like... Marvel has had a change of heart. As we recall, in the middle of last year, uh, James Gunn, uh, writer and director of Guardians 1 and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, got booted from Marvel uh, because of some offensive tweets that he made 9, 10 years ago. Uh, Disney was like, nope, we can't have you on board. We got to get you out of here. Kicked him out. He went across the street over to DC where they, were, they welcomed him with open arms because they need a strong filmmaker. Uh, gave him carte blanche. He chose the Suicide Squad. Everything looks like it was good to go. And then Marvel said, you know what, James? We might have made a mistake. Why don't you all come on back and uh, do Guardians 3 for us? So uh, I'm of two minds of this. Uh, one, they fired him for a reason. And now they're taking it back. I mean, it, 
you would think that anything that had to be done would have been done six months ago. His apology, them trying to figure out what they're going to do with Guardians. But the fact that he's back now, it, I don't know. that There's something about it just I don't like. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But I wanted your your opinions on this. What do you guys think of James Gunn coming back to Guardians 3, Aubrey? I think that this is great. Um, I'm all for, like, we've all said things in the past that were shitty. And I think that that's why we grow as humans. You know, something we're not as knowledgeable about that we tend to say stupid fucking shit about. And I think, you know, the older we get, the more we, we figure that out and the more we, you know, gain wisdom on it. So I feel like it was unfair to judge him on something that was so long ago and he apologized for and admitted that it was shitty. I think he's shown he's not that person today. So I'm I'm glad that they took a step and they're taking a second chance on him. All right. All right. Joy, what about you, man? How do you feel about this? Um, I don't know. I, it's uh, <laughs> See, I hold grudges forever. Right. <laughs> I never forgive and I never forget. Even if I might act like I do, I never forget. (laughs) I have grudges from fourth grade still. (laughs) So if I happen to see like a certain person pop up on Facebook and it's like, oh, they got divorced. Oh, they got run over by a steamroller. And and it's one of those people on the list. So like, (laughs) but so, yeah, but I mean, most of his stuff, like, it was offensive, but it was, like, try-hard, like, edgelord stuff that wasn't, like... It's not like he was, like, tweeting about how much he loves, like, being a member of the Ku Klux Klan or something. Right. You know, it's just, like, it's crap that he would post. And plus, he worked with uh, all the trauma people, which are all about that kind of shock-type humor and things. So, I mean, I, I don't think it was that big a deal. I can understand why they fired him for it, but... I'm glad he's back because I don't really want anybody else to make a Guardians movie at this point. So I'd rather see him finish out his trilogy and have it be good. Have uh, Batista be happy. Yeah, (laughs) that's one guy you don't want on your bad side. The animal Batista. And uh, yeah, just I'm glad he's back. I understand where you're coming from. I think what happened was the guy that fired him is no longer with Disney. Um, No, he still is. He's, he's the I, or maybe he doesn't have control or Marvel or something. Cause I was, that was part of the scuttle was that Kevin Feige, once that guy didn't have the power he had, he could go end around him and get James Gunn back. So. No, the, the guy that fired him was the president of Disney. Oh, like, okay. the, head, the head dude. <laughs> well, maybe Kevin Feige just said, I want him back. And if not, I'm going to leave. And then you have to have shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with your uh, Eternals movie if Kevin Feige is not around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back. Why do you not think it's a good idea for him to be back, Mark? Uh, I'm just kidding. I just needed to voice uh, an opposing uh, opinion. (laughs) I'm fucking ecstatic, man. Guardians Volume 2 was one of my was my favorite movie of that year. Wow. Um, His take. And I, you know, and I didn't read any of the Guardians books at all. Uh, I like the first one. I, I really like the first one. It's a really good movie, but it didn't blow my socks off like everybody else. You know, seeing the misfit crew aboard a spaceship, I've seen that before with Firefly. I've seen it done before. Ice pirates. Yeah, exactly. But w- the way he was able to craft part two to line up with part one and 
feel original and feel very quirky and very much his voice. Uh, plus, visually, it was amazing. Like, I think Guardians Volume 2 is a accomplishment and a half as far as filmmaking goes. So, yeah, I'm more than excited that he's back for Part 3. I am super excited. Um, but I want I wanted to be a dick for a while and be like, yo, Disney had it wrong. Or Disney had it right in the first place. They should have just kept him off. Well, at least it's not going to be called The Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's only when uh, Brett Ratner comes in for Volume 4 to do it. Oh, God. <laughs> so, all right, let me ask you guys a question. If there's one 90s song to be on that Zune or 2000s song to be on that Zune, what would it be? Aubrey. Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> Mark Ellis. Oh, that's easy. It will be the party's remake of Dawkins in my dreams. Oh, God. <laughs> no one was, would care except for me, and I would love it. Uh, I was kind of hoping for uh, Mo Diggity or This Is How We Do It. <laughs> Jesus. You could set a hilarious action scene. The action scene starts, and it's just like, this is how we do it. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be freaking hilarious. There you go. Once again, you throw that shit in the internet. <laughs> someone's gonna do it well to be fair in the and we start getting into the 90s and the 2000s there's a ton of like pop r&b slash rap songs that are iconic it doesn't always have to be like 70s classic rock i understand why it was in the context of the movie but now we're moving forward so there's a million funny songs that they could use <laughs> right like you know gucci flip-flops by bad baby that does not count <laughs> That does not count. That's not a 90s song. Not even a remix with Snoop Dogg? Not even a remix with Snoop Dogg. Uh, all right. Sorry. Stop trying to make Be, be Had, Be Hobby happen. <laughs> is that a character <laughs> in the Aladdin remake? <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, James Gunn is back for Guardians 3. Woo. Let's, let's party. Let's celebrate. Uh, oh, and uh, in case you're wondering, yes, he is going to still make Suicide Squad, which is a, re- a like a soft reboot. I don't know. It has some of the same characters, but then it has a bunch of different characters. Well, that's how the Suicide Squad works. All you need is Amanda Waller, and she just gets new people out of jail. And some of them die, and some of them get released. Yeah, yeah. I would feel more comfortable if if, if uh, Viola Davis came back to play Amanda Waller. If she comes back, then I'm going to feel a whole lot comfortable about this movie. All right. So then in other Marvel directing news, uh, they hired a director for Shang-Chi, uh, Dustin... I'm sorry, Dustin Daniel. Dustin Diamond. <laughs> Dustin Daniel Creighton is going to be directing Shang-Chi, the movie for Marvel. Uh, he is another independent filmmaker, or uh, uh, he's another filmmaker who's who's kind of made his name doing independent movies, kind of like the guys who did Spider-Man: Homecoming and uh, the folks that did Captain Marvel. You know, they do their base in indies. Then they get called up to the big leagues. Uh, one of his movies that I haven't seen yet, but I remember hearing a lot of good reviews for it was Short Term 12, which had uh, Brie Larson and Remy Malik and Lakeith Stanfield uh, from uh, Get Out and Atlanta. So that movie has been on my radar to check out. Um, now I'm definitely going to go check it out. Uh, I think this is cool. I It's nice that they're going to be doing a Asian superhero uh, with an Asian American filmmaker behind a camera, I'm psyched for this. Do you guys have any thoughts on this at all, Joey? I'm super excited for a Shang Chi movie. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what this guy has done or directed. Have you seen any of his stuff, Mark? He's only made like a couple of them, and only one of them has been like on a radar, which is a uh, short term twelve. So my main concern always will be: can this guy direct action scenes? 
especially with a character like this, they need to be clear hand-to-hand combat scenes. Mm-hmm. So that's I don't care if he's Asian, white, black, gay, trans, straight. I, I don't care. I don't care if he's an amorphous fucking amoeba blob as long <laughs> as he can direct clear, hard-hitting, hand-to-hand combat action scenes. Now, so let me ask you, how do you feel about the action scenes in Captain Marvel? Because those film directors are very indie dramatic films. Um, no, no, I didn't think they were that great. <laughs> okay. The, uh, there was a lot of quick cuts and stuff. I didn't, I didn't think they were, but I wasn't expecting that from Captain Marvel. I mean, I'm expecting like, you know, you have a character like Shang-Chi, master of Kung Fu. Okay. <laughs> You need to put your best foot forward. This needs to be on a level with like the raid or uh, Tony Jaa is the protector. Like this needs to be like mm-hmm. badass. That's his only power is is having Kung Fu. So if the Kung Fu looks shitty, it really doesn't matter what else happens in the movie. So that's really my only concern. And, and hopefully they don't use any of his stupid superpowers from later on in the comics because those are dumb. But. Well, I'm sure with Kevin Feige uh, being a producer – it's going to boil down to who can uh, who can handle like all of the, uh, the fight coordination. And I'm pretty sure they're not going to use the same dude from Iron Fist, considering <laughs> that he uh, didn't come back for season two. Thank God. <laughs> all right. So, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about uh, you have any thoughts on uh, Destin Daniel Creighton as uh, the director of uh, Shang-Chi? I have zero thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> are you I forgot to ask you before. Are you familiar with this character at all? No, yeah, not me, at all. Me either. That's why I have zero thoughts. <laughs> Me either, but uh, in Kevin Feige, we trust. So, uh, just think of it like um, James <laughs> Bond meets Bruce Lee under the dragon. Sold. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So then, in uh, other sequel slash reboot remake news, this one reboot qual. <laughs> yeah. This one kind of, I, I, I scratched my head on this one. I'm not really sure what is happening on the Hasbro front. They've been putting out their Transformers movies. Uh, they had the last one with uh, Marky Mark called Transformers The Last Night. And then they did what I assumed was a soft reboot with Bumblebee, which was actually a really good movie. Didn't really make the big bucks like the other movies did and as far as the box office goes. Uh, but apparently... Hasbro is making a sequel to both of these franchises. The Last Night is getting a sequel, and the Bumblebee spinoff prequel is also getting a sequel. So I'm completely confused if this is going to, if these universes are going to collide, if they're doing two separate universes. My brain is just flipping all over the place, and I can't wrap it around what they're doing. Are you excited for another Transformers movie, whether it's a Marky Mark one or a new Bumblebee one, Aubrey. I would be excited for a new Bumblebee one that follows that storyline. I think that that direction was fantastic. I loved that movie. That was hands down my favorite Transformers movie that's come out so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't ever, ever want a Michael Bay Transformers again. I don't. I thought that Bumblebee was fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, Joy. What about you, man? How do you feel about two? competing transformer sequels what no (laughs) yeah i'm in the same boat as aubrey uh the first very very first transformers movie was good to serviceable 
they've all been varying degrees of ass since then. Um, what was the first Marky Mark one? Age of Extinction, right? Probably. That sounds about right. That is the first time I ever fell asleep in a movie theater while I was watching a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It also features a diatribe on the statutory rape laws of Texas. So I will never forget that as long as I live. (laughs) Fucking weird ass shit in the movie. Um, Yeah, that movie's terrible. And all those movies are terrible. And Bumblebee was really good. And if you subscribe to our Patreon feed, you would know this because we exclusively reviewed it there. But... It was uh, really good, and I would be interested in seeing more along those lines as opposed to whatever the hell those other movies were. (laughs) I did not see The Last Night, though I heard it was face-meltingly awful. Yeah, there's some cheesy stuff in there, but I just remembered there's there's a a, a girl in there who's like, not a girl, a woman in there who's like a teacher, and she's smoking hot, like smoking. Aubrey, did you see The Last Night? I own the last night. What? And, but in my defense, I also have a five-year-old who loves Transformers and is amused just by seeing his favorite characters. So I haven't exactly watched it. I've listened to it. and um, it's, it's all explosions and... Yeah, it's all explosions and like swearing and everything. So like most of the time I sat there and be like, Noah, don't say that. Noah, that's not a good word. Noah, he owes you a dollar. So, I mean, that it just seemed like it was over the top with trying to be funny and everything. Yeah, if the, if those movies, if they ever make one good Michael Bay Transformers movie that comes out good, I'll be shocked. I'll be stunned. But uh, Yeah, I mean, the Michael Bay Transformers movies are just all the same. They're just trash. I don't ever, ever want to see another Transformers movies unless it's directed by Travis Knight. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. So then in the last bit of news, uh, <laughs> guys, get ready because. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. We have to go back. We are God going. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. We. It, there's no escaping it. There's no escaping it. We're going back to the DCEU. Uh, which is uh, as of uh, hot breaking news are going through like a, a pretty decent shape uh, shake up today. Uh, the president of Warner Brothers Entertainment got fired for uh, being a dirty man, <laughs> being a dirty old man. I feel bad for that girl. She like banged him and she got like no parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's like person walking in background in like one movie. <laughs> no, no. Two, he put he got her in two movies. Oh, okay. There's no connect. Supposedly, there's no connection, alleged connection right, right. between uh between those two. But uh, we'll, we'll, whatever, whatever. Allegedly. Hollywood is falling <laughs> apart. So uh, yeah, so the guy that oversaw like a lot of the uh, DC movies, uh, he's out of there. Uh, but that's not what so we're talking. No more, about. Uh, no more. If you want to be an actress, you better get on the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the plaque he had on his office. So I'm <laughs> standing on the wall. <laughs> they had to remove it. <laughs> And that's a saying you could take to the streets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So uh so the Flash movie. Uh we've been talking about this, I feel like, for fucking ever. Ezra Miller has decided that the version that the the version of the script that's being presented now, uh written by the guys who wrote Spider Man Homecoming, uh he says it's a little too light. That's not really what he wants to do. He wants a more serious take on the Flash. 
and he's decided take it upon himself to write a script for the Flash movie that he wants. He will be submitting it to Warner Brothers, and they will decide if they if the script is good. They will decide if that's the version that they want to make. If they don't decide to make that version, then there's a good chance that Ezra Miller will not be playing the Flash in the upcoming Flash spinoff movie. Uh, to help with this transaction, he's hired Grant Morrison to help him write the script. Grant Morrison, infamous comic book writer. So I'm of two minds in this, but I'm gonna I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it first. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about? Ezra Miller wanting to do a more serious Flash movie that's more in line to where he sees the character. Well, there's really only one thing to say to Ezra Miller. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate Grant Morrison. I know that makes me a bad comic book fan, but I can't stand his writing. It is so fucking like... It reminds me of, remember when you were in high school and there was always that one annoying guy in drama club that had like a fedora and thought that they were like so deeper and more meaningful than everyone else? Sure. Yes. That's what his comic books remind me of. Like, what is this shit? Just write a good comic book. So, uh, uh, fuck that guy. And Ezra Miller sucks as a flash. He can't even run. <laughs> oh. And... And he wasn't even really like the Flash in fucking Justice League. He was like Quip Machine. He, like, Wait, that so, is, that's this the Flash though. He's all no, jokes. Not Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Oh wait, Barry Allen is in all jokes. I'm, I'm thinking of the cartoon, like the Justice League cartoon. Isn't that Barry Allen who's like quick with the jokes and wits and all of that shit? Wally West. No, Wally West was the younger kid with the white uh, outfit, right? No, that's Impulse. Oh. All right, I'm, I'll I'll just shut up then. <laughs> Which is uh, Barry Allen's grandson from the future. Great, great grandson. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so his Flash sucks. Graham Morrison sucks. <laughs> he sucked in Justice League. Like, what are we hanging on to here? Uh, it would be like if we were trying to make an alien movie with uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, all right, never mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like what? Why? Just make a fucking good movie. How do you screw up the Flash? Ugh. Yeah, there's there's a TV show that's been doing it off and on, right and wrong for the past like five seasons. Four. This show is more good than bad, so I don't understand like what is happening here or who on the planet other than Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison, while cashing the checks from Ezra Miller, want a dark (laughs) Flash movie. What? Doesn't have to be like fucking. Like a joke movie, but it doesn't have to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, but Jesus Christ, it doesn't have to be fucking Batman v Superman. Maybe there's a little bit of loyalty to uh to Zack Snyder. You know what I'm saying? Well go be in his zombie movie then and leave <laughs> superhero movies alone. Go be in terrible Harry Potter spinoffs. Oh. Get out of here. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about Ezra Miller uh putting the, his chips on a table and writing a flash movie? Um, I think it's trash, nothing but trash. Hashtag wow. not my flash. Wow. Kalel, no. <laughs> Kalel, no. <laughs> I haven't wanted this movie from the beginning. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, I, all right, for, so a couple of things. I actually really like Ezra Miller as an actor. I think he's really good in the right role. He actually did impress me with his flash portrayal with his Barry Allen portrayal. I thought he was, you know, I enjoyed it. 
and I, I kind of give him props for putting his money where his mouth is. You know what I mean? Like, we sit here and talk about comic book movies all the time. And why didn't they do this? How come they didn't use this character? Why didn't they do this? He's like, he read the script and was like, okay, I've read a shit ton of Flash comic books. I know what the character, I know the character that I was hired to play. And the script is not that character. I want a Flash movie uh, showing the Flash that I would be proud of, that I want to do. So he's writing his own Flash movie. He ha- he's the guy who's like going to Warner Brothers and be like, "You guys should be doing this. This is how it's going to be done." And instead of being on a podcast bitching about it, he actually has the power to make it. So I you give him credit for that. He also has money. Yes, he also has money, <laughs> and he also has uh, the ability to hire one of the biggest names in comic book writing uh, to help him with the script. That's a that's a baller move. That's a baller move. I give him respect for that. Um, I think so what Mark is saying, Joey, is that we need to get off of our ass and instead of bitching about it, go hire us a man. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying that he has the power to do something about it and he is doing something. So I, I, I give him credit for that. But yeah, who really wants a Flash movie? Like no one really, really wants it. Uh, they just fired uh, Ray Fisher from Cyborg. The only reason I would even want a Flash movie is... A, it's written by the guys who did Spider-Man Homecoming because they are they did a really good job with that movie. B, we get a Flash Cyborg team up to play off on that fun interaction that they had during Justice League, which was entertaining. Uh, and now we're not going to get any of that. So, you know, I'm give props to Ezra Miller. Joy, like you said, he can just go off and make those horrible Harry Potter spinoff movies if that's the case. But I really want to see how this plays out. Because even if DC, even if Warner Brothers does take the the Miller script and like, hey, this is really good, they're gonna fucking kick the Spider Man Homecoming guys to the curb. The guys who made an amazing Spider Man movie. I don't know that's some, some shady business happening at DC. Uh, but then there's also the other the other side of it where they could uh, they're doing a Joker movie, which has nothing to do with like the Batman universe. So maybe there'll be two Flash movies. Maybe they'll just do one that's just like a kind of weird spinoff directed by you know the guy who did the Hangover. Or some other random comedy. Uh, but yeah, that's my take on it. I, I want to see how this shakes out. I give Ezra Miller props for trying to do what uh, nerds talk about all the time. Uh, I wish him the best in his <laughs> future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bummed that Ray Fisher isn't getting a, another bite at the apple for Cyborg, too. That sucks. Um, all right. So that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. So we'll be right back after these messages and we're going to talk some trailers. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time. Marketing at PulsePodcastNetwork.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. And we're back. All right, Mark Ellis, it's trailer park time. What have we got for trailers this week? All right, so let's start with uh, one of the smaller ones. Uh, it seems that there's going to be a, there's been an outcry for years for <laughs> a sequel to the classic 
classic video game adaptation movie, Doom, starring Carl Urban and Dwayne Johnson. Nobody knew who The Rock was. Nobody cared who The Rock was at that point. Uh, I, 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 I care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it looks like we're getting a, I'm not sure if this is a sequel or if this is a remake where they're actually going to try to get it right. Uh, but Doom Annihilation is coming out soon. Uh, the trailer dropped this week. What did you guys think of it? Aubrey, you're a video game person, so this must have been right up your alley. You know, I like Doom. Yeah. I don't care to see a Doom movie. Did you like the one with The Rock and uh, Carl Urban? I don't. I didn't even think I saw that one. Wow. Right. So you think you're not going to have to see this? <sighs> I know I'm going to have to. Damn it. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> Trish. All right, Joey, what about you, man? You seem like uh, Doom was right up your alley when it came out. Right, right, right. Um, I love the games. Uh, I, the movie is terrible, but like fun, terrible. Okay. <laughs> like it's a terrible movie. Like let's not even get it twisted. It just reminds, I always have a soft spot for movies that remind me of something I would have rented when I was like 11 and just watched by myself. <laughs> sitting yeah. on the floor of my parents room so and that reminds me of that type of terrible like random sci-fi movie where you don't even like before the internet where you had no idea what these movies were you're just like oh the box looks cool <laughs> right you want to be pleasantly surprised by something yep that's how you end up watching like jimmy walker and mark hamill are the guyver it's yeah. <laughs> a deep cut right there yeah but uh <laughs> I also have a, I'll, I will always have a soft spot for anything with uh, space Marines in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, James Cameron and aliens. And this looks fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. And she's like, die, die, die. <laughs> All right. Now, based on the footage that you saw, do you think this is a sequel to the other movie or like a straight up reboot? No, it's a full hard reboot. Nice. And the uh, company that makes the game, Doom, Saida, um, has already disavowed it and said they have no no stakes in the game. They have no control over what people do with the license because they sold the license to make the movie. And th these people are going to make a movie. <laughs> wow. And they said it looks terrible. There's nothing they can do about it. Well, is the, does Doom even exist as a game? Like, do they even still make like new? Like, if I had a PS4, can I get like a new Doom yeah. game? Yeah, they just uh, they have it on the Switch and the PS4 right now. Really? Yeah, it's fucking awesome, too. Really? Oh, shit, no wonder there's a movie then. That makes sense. All right, cool. All right, so speaking of Space Marines, we're coming up on the 40th anniversary of Alien, Ridley Scott's sci-fi horror quote-unquote masterpiece. Uh, and to celebrate this, uh, a handful of directors are going to get a chance to make some short movies set in this universe. Uh, the trailer dropped this week, and we got a little taste of what to expect. Uh, from what I can see, it looks like just bonus footage from the original Alien movie, and it looks awesome. I am ready for this. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to be able to get it. I don't know where they're going to make it available if I have to rebuy the Alien anthology again. Now they're going to be on YouTube. Oh, sweet. Uh, well, yeah, we got the trailer, and, it, it, and we got our first look at it. So what did you guys think of the Aliens shorts, uh, Joey? Oh, yeah, is there uh is there a saying fool me once <laughs> fool me twice can't get fooled again something like that sure 
Right. That's another deep cut for somebody out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love Alien. I love Aliens. Um, I love the universe. I like everything about it. They haven't made a good movie since 1986. Um, There were some decent comic books, maybe a couple novels that were ridiculous but fun to read. So, I mean, fuck it. You know, you're going to give some uh, young up-and-coming fans slash filmmakers, you know, some 15-minute movies to make and help them out with the budget and the special effects and see what they can fucking do. I mean, what's the worst that'll happen? I mean, can anything be possibly worse than Alien covered in shit? <laughs> Though, to be fair, if it was me, I would have made a fucking short about flute playing. <laughs> <laughs> And it would have all been about David playing the theme from Titanic on the flute. It would have been like a guide that you follow through, just like when you're playing Legend of Zelda, when it had the little finger marks. It would be like, you blow, and I will do the fingering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, Aubrey, you had a chance to take a look at these, these, uh, this little trailer that showed uh, scenes from these shorts. What did you think of that? Is this something you you might be down with? Yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. I'm excited to see what they release, but the past stuff that they've released recently is shit. So, I mean, how good is it actually going to be? It looks cool, but go ahead, release one of them. Let's see what you got. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how long these are supposed to be. I would imagine it can't be much more than like 10 minutes or so. Right, like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, The person I feel bad about is uh, the, the guy that directed Chappie who really wanted to get that Aliens sequel off the ground with uh, Michael Bean coming back and Sigourney Weaver coming back like Alien 3 didn't happen. Uh, he's been dying to get back into that universe now. So hopefully he'll be one of the directors on this. I seriously doubt it. Uh, but it's almost like they say, get the fuck out of here. We, we, we're bringing in some new blood. Um, and who knows, maybe if one of them is really good, Ridley Scott will finally take his hands off the reins and let someone else do it. We, we might be looking at a new James Cameron. Ooh, yeah. Some this could be somebody's piranha too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. So then, in uh, other trailer news, we got a little bit longer look at Disney's Aladdin. Uh, this one showed a lot more scenes, um, some dialogue between Aladdin and a genie uh, and Iago, uh, a little bit of the visual style that Guy Ritchie is going for, and finally some actual music from the movie itself including friend like me and a whole new world uh what did you guys think of this aladdin trailer let's start with you aubrey oh it looks so good i'm so happy wow i'm so excited i feel like if robin williams was alive and he had one person to choose to reprise his role i feel like he would be honored that it's will smith Mm mm-hmm I feel like he would be fully supporting that hands down. Like this is going to be amazing seeing Will Smith in that role. Like I feel like it's the Will Smith that I love from men in black and fresh Prince Bel Air and all of his older stuff. I feel like that's the Will Smith that I really enjoy. Not this Will Smith playing Will Smith kind (laughs) of role that he's gotten into. Um, And watching them, just it it's so great. I loved that movie growing up. It was probably my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. And so I am so so pumped to see a live action version of it. Cool, cool. Now, Joey, you had a chance to look at a lot more scenes from this movie. How do you feel about Aladdin? I don't know, it looks like Aladdin. 
am I missing out on, am I missing like what all the controversy is about? Like it just looks like Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. But Aladdin didn't have like that. I don't know. There, there's something more real world about it. Like it definitely has like that Bollywood flavor sprinkled over it. Um, along with the big action set pieces. I don't know. You, you look at that trailer and you you can't say, oh yeah, that movie looks just like this movie X. You know what I mean? Like, there's no other movies that are kind of like that, except for, obviously, the animated Aladdin. Did it seem... Yes, it does look like the cartoon, but does it seem like it's something that you want to see? Well, I mean, do I have a choice? You always have a choice. <laughs> I don't want to see it, but I know I'm going to have to see it, so... <laughs> That's I'll right. sit my ass in the movie theater, I guess. Yeah, I'm a huge Aladdin fan. I love that movie. Um, that's when Disney animated was on a, a really good streak, and... uh yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of the animated movie. That's one of those things where I'm not sure. It's like Beauty and the Beast. Like the animated one is done so well, I'm not really sure why there's a live action version. Uh, but this one, looking at this trailer, seeing how they opened up the world a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with this. So I'm, I'm very psyched to see if uh, this live action movie uh, gets the same uh, emotional reaction from me as the animated one. But uh, it's a good story. Well, they definitely uh, fixed a lot of the CG problems that were in those first looks. So. Yeah. Sadly, it's almost like, why did they not just release this to begin with? And why did they release that other stuff so people could make 5,000 memes making fun of their movie for two months? <laughs> well, you know, it's a different company that handles the trailers and they thought it looked good. You know, and that's how trailers work. You can't just you can't give all the goods up like right off the front. Right at right in the at the beginning of the promotion, you got to tease it a little bit. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, Aladdin's coming out this year in the multiple line of Disney live action adaptations. All right, so then the last trailer that we want to talk about this week is another look at the Avengers Endgame. Now, usually Marvel will not really say like when they're going to drop a trailer, but they'll give a little hint. Uh, this one just came out of nowhere out of nowhere and you would think that with uh captain marvel riding so high that they would kind of like ease back a little bit and let captain marvel have her light but they were like hey you guys like captain marvel we got some more here she is she's in avengers uh so i like what i saw uh, but i also know not to trust marvel when it comes to trailers because there's a good chance that none of that everything that i saw is totally fake they probably they, none of those scenes are probably going to make it into the movie uh but what i did see i liked uh so what do you guys think of the avengers trailer Joey. Oh my God. It was amazing. Really? It's like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. I go, oh, can't wait for this fucking movie to come out. Holy shit. It looks great. Uh, it just looks fucking awesome. Any, is there any one particular scene or two particular scenes that you thought were just like absolutely amazing? I loved the shot of them walking in the white uh, suits. Mm hmm. Um, I like, there's a shot of Captain America. looks like he's in battle. looks amazing. Um, and then I was seeing, uh, Hawkeye's family and, uh, knowing that this, they're not going to be around probably very long was, uh, is interesting. So. Mm -hmm. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this Avengers trailer? I thought it looked fucking amazing and I am so ready. I, I mean, there aren't even words at this point. I can't, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Yeah, I was surprised that they didn't really do a lot of jokes in it at all. Like, when was the last time you saw Ant-Man be that serious for that long of a time? You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have Never. any wisecracks at all through any of it. Uh, the one kind of jokey joke they had was Thor 
and his meeting Captain Marvel. Joey, how'd you, what'd you think about uh, Captain Marvel's appearance at the end of this oh, trailer? Be still my heart. <laughs> I wish I could go off into space for uh, 30 years and come back looking hot like that. Uh, um, yeah, she was all like made up and looking all pretty and stuff. And when we saw her in the little stinger in her movie, you know, she had like a nice like, I mean, you know, she wasn't like. She wasn't like all like uh, caked up or anything. She just looked like a you know superhero with like longer hair. And then you look at her in this trailer, and she's like ready to put on an evening dress and go out into town. Hopefully with me. <laughs> Aubrey, what did you think of Hawkeye's new haircut? It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I'll take it. Uh, I saw someone put a meme of uh, when Thanos snapped his fingers, all of the heroes uh, disappeared. <laughs> Only Hawkeye's like the side of his hair disappeared. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> I thought it was uh, interesting to see Captain America and uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye and Iron Man saying they'll do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. to defeat Thanos because in Infinity War, that's partially why they lost. (laughs) Thanos was willing to do hashtag whatever it takes to get the Infinity Stones, including spoilers, throwing Gamora off a cliff Mm -hmm. and killing half the universe, whereas Captain America was insistent for the whole movie we don't trade lives we don't trade lives and they wouldn't they wouldn't uh just kill vision (laughs) yep and if they had done that when they first got to wakanda then like the rest of the movie doesn't happen so now they're willing to do whatever it takes so i guess we'll see yeah i I am very excited for this movie i don't want to see any more trailers i don't want to see anything else online uh someone i talked to someone today and they were like oh my god did you hear this thing that happened online where someone said and i'm like blah 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 i don't i don't want to hear it i've already uh i've already messed up one marvel experience for myself last year i'm not doing that this year nothing more than the basic stuff yep i took the night of the uh thursday release off of work just so i don't have to spend like four days hiding my phone and (laughs) (laughs) like not talking to anyone not looking at social media so Mm -hmm. so i'm excited i'm ready to rock yeah yeah it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be really cool one one of the other things i really liked about this trailer is that they padded it with a lot of scenes from the other movies so even though it's a long trailer only half of it's from the new movie and the rest of it is like, remember, in Captain America, this happened. And in the first Thor, this happened. Uh, shout out to uh, Thor's eyebrows in, uh, in, the original, in the original Thor. It was mad blonde. Mad blonde. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's it. We are all on board for Avengers Endgame, which is uh, about six weeks away. Yeah. Not too long now. Ooh, let's do it. I, I've been so like I was so hyped for that trailer that I wound up watching uh, Avengers Infinity War again this weekend. It's a good movie, man. It's a good movie. We're just trying to find time to watch it. That's my my wife is now caught up with every movie we have except for uh, Infinity War. And obviously Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel because those could take place after Infinity War. But she's watched all the MCU up to Infinity War. So we're just waiting for some free time to watch that. Nice. Nice. And she has no idea what happens in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's that's going to be a, a great reaction from her then. You get to the end of it. <laughs> what, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that is all the news that's fit to print. Let's get some recommendations from the, for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got for us this week? Uh, Division 2 just came out. I haven't played it, uh, but I've heard it's really fun. I loved the Division 1. 
Um, so that would be my recommendation for the week because I didn't do anything this week. So <laughs> awesome. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, recommendation that I did a little while ago. If you have not seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and if you're like me, old school, you want to have the physical copy of it instead of just a digital copy, uh, the DVD comes out this week. So uh, definitely one of the best superhero movies in recent years. Probably the best movie of uh, one of the best movies of last year. Definitely uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on DVD this week. And if you are a DC fan and you uh, wanted to catch up on Titans, uh, but you didn't want to spend uh, eight bucks a month for the DC app, uh, Titans will be available on Blu-ray this week also. So you can uh, watch all 10 or 11 episodes and see what the hype is about for Titans. Awesome. Well, I will suggest that everybody goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, just about anywhere under the sun you can find a podcast, including the new PodCoin app where you can earn for listening to your favorite podcasts. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can support the show monetarily and get exclusive extra episodes of the podcast. Don't forget our YouTube channel, YouTube, search so Wizard Podcast. Adam Wallyhawk dropping videos every week, new exclusive YouTube content. I will suggest that, uh, you know what I watched this past week was Get Out. I finished it. Holy shit, you finally made it to the end of it? That's right. Nice. And I loved it. It was really good. So I would suggest that maybe you check that out, revisit it, or see it if you haven't. Because next week on the podcast, we are going to be reviewing the new movie from Jordan Peele, Us. It's about a magazine that you buy at the grocery store that's all about celebrities every week. 90% of it is uh, Jennifer Aniston. Will she get married or not? I'm super scared. <laughs> But we will be uh, we will be reviewing us. No Aubrey next week. The movie is too scary for her. Yes, it is. Uh, my wife is scared just from the commercials, so she will not be watching it either. <laughs> but uh, we'll have a special guest to help us out. I'm not going to say who it is, just in case it doesn't work out. But we will have somebody else to talk us with us, us with us. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for episode number 241 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. If you didn't know, it's fat kid time. <laughs> oh, Wakanda forever. Yep. <laughs> That's why we paint on walls, guys, because nobody <laughs> loves us. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>